Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hitting the Hardwood podcast, your home for all the latest Minnesota links and WNBA news, analysis, and coverage. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Mitchell Hansen, and this week I'm honored to be joined by a very special guest, one of which many links and basketball fans are very familiar with. This week I'm joined by executive, team owner, analyst, activist, and former WNBA player who won two championships with the Minnesota Lynx, the one and only Renee Montgomery. Montgomery, who spent 11 seasons in the WNBA in two different stints with the Lynx before retiring in 2021, is currently a sports analyst for the NBA, WNBA, and college basketball, and is currently a co-owner and vice president of the Atlanta Dream following her playing career. Let's dive right into our conversation with Renee, who uh, sat down with me um, earlier this week to, to talk all things WNBA, what she's got going on in her life, um, you know, reuniting with with some of her Lynx teammates here coming up, and um, you know, just just her time in Minnesota and, and everything throughout her career. So it was a great conversation with Renee. Let's jump right into it. Renee Montgomery, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. you taking some time out of your schedule. Let's go. Appreciate you having me. Uh, first, I want to ask you, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, especially people that listen to this podcast, they, they remember you, you as your, your, you know, as a player, you know, during your playing days, especially with being, um, you know, with the Lynx, there's a, there's a good amount of Lynx listeners uh, to this podcast every week. And um, you're, you know, you're somebody that they're very familiar with, but now your playing days are, are, are behind you and, but you're still, you're still busy. You're still, you got a lot going on. Uh, you know, you have, you have a lot of titles right now. I've just some of them are, you know, team owner, executive, um, you know, act, activist, um, analyst, and much more. Um, just explain a little bit to everybody, maybe just get people caught up with with what you're doing and, and kind of everything that's going on in your world right now. No, I appreciate that. So basically everybody knows it's WNBA season right now. So the first thing that's on my mind is the Atlanta dream, because you talked about I was a player in the WNBA. Everyone knows, but it's different on the other side. The off season is the end season when you're the vice president of a team. And so it's been like so crazy to see all these meetings. There's a lot of meetings now, you know, being on the other side of retirement. There's a lot of meetings, but it really is crazy now to come to the games at Gateway Center Arena and just see what it looks like. It's like the the interview the meetings have came to life now. And so it's exciting. So being a team owner and being a vice president and just kind of being in there on the day-to-day. It's, it's fun because, first of all, I get to see what was going on as when I was a player, and now you know, oh, okay, so this is how this happens. But um, as, as well as, you know, there's the – I love sports, so all my jobs are pretty much around sports. Being an analyst for college basketball and the NBA is always going to be fun for me because I love the game. And then, you know, just Montgomery & Co. podcast has, has been doing really well. Uh, had some fun guests. Always going to have dream players come on and different – topics but you know I'm just excited to be able to stay around the game now that I'm done playing the game because that's pretty much every, every athlete's dream and, and that's what I'm living mm-hmm. in you know you you uh, kind of two questions off of that or, or two things branching off of that you mentioned um, you know obviously being being owner of the of the dream or part owner and VP um, outside of, of your meetings you're you're, you're, you know, you, you kind of hold a little bit of a historical, um, you're making, you're making history with what you're doing. You're, you're the first WNBA player to be able to do, you know, what you're doing and being an owner and executive of a WNBA team. What, what does that mean to you to, to kind of hold that title and, and to be that person? It means a lot because I talk a lot about how athletes, you know, when we finish our profession, athletes, 
are kind of in a position where people may know who you are, but people may not know what your skill set is to actually function in a sense of a business. They might not want to hire a former professional athlete as a managerial position or let them skip some steps because they might be like, oh, your previous work experience. And I always tell people my previous work experience was sports, which prepared me for any possible job I could ever have. There's no class that I took at UConn for me to be a vice president and to be a team owner. There's no class that I took that helped prepare me to start my own business and, and start having RME now making noise. There's no class that taught me think tank productions, but being an athlete, there's certain characteristics that we all just have. You know, we know how to be disciplined. We know how to get the job done. So problem solution, confidence. We work well with others because hello, we're teammates. So then when you start to put all those things together and also being like, if you're a point guard, then you know how to lead a group. So yes, of course we are managers in a sense. And of course we're ready to do that. I hope that people can start to see that with, with what I'm doing here with the Atlanta dream. There wasn't a class that prepared for me that prepared me for that. Sports was my class. Basketball was my class. And I feel very prepared. Mm -hmm. It kind of, going to the, I don't want to say the other side of things, but kind of the analyst side of things and kind of the external side of things. Um, you, you've kind of, you mentioned that you've expanded, not, you know, just to the WNBA, but to college basketball and to the NBA. What, what is it like for you to, to kind of maybe be focusing on, on things outside of the WNBA that you maybe hadn't as, you know, during your time as a player? It's, it's fun because, I mean, like, the, I was already going to watch the games. So I might as well be covering them and talking about them. But there's just something about it. I mean, even when I played in Minnesota and I saw the the video, shouts to the Minnesota Lynx for how they're treating us, how, you know, the the 25 group and everything like that, the, how they've treated us and the rollout that they've done on social media, it really does make you feel good. And even the highlight reel that they posted for me, just the fans, like that's the thing that stood out to me the most. It's like every shot the fans are going crazy. Every fan had their shirt on. So it was a real whiteout or it was a real blue out. And it was just, it was just real. And that's the thing about sports that you can't get anywhere else. It's that electricity and that feel. So being able to cover the games, you know, I covered the final four this year with CBS. There's nothing but electric when it comes to the final four and the March madness. And so, you know, just being able to still be a part of that field. That's, that's what, that's what I love about it. Let, let's dive into a little bit of uh, a basketball talk here. What, what are your thoughts on, on the WNBA season so far, not only for your dream, but just league-wide and, and what we've seen so far? Man, I'm excited. It looks good. Like I, I, When I say it looks good, it looks good when people start to realize the value of the WNBA and the WNBA players. You're starting to see it more. You see a commercial here, a commercial there. Nike dropped a dope commercial. It's just there's a lot of good things happening around – women's sports but especially to the WNBA because there's the personalities are showing I think what's really happening is people are getting to see all the various amazing personalities of the WNBA the people of the WNBA what they stand for so now you're starting to see fans come along for the ride and I mean what's what's there's no different than on any other men's sports we saw fans travel from Cleveland to Miami back to Cleveland then straight to LA with LeBron because they're a fan of the man or they're a fan of who he is or just a LeBron guy. It does. That's what we're starting to see in the WBA where fans, you know, they're coming in. They're just a fan of a specific player because they love that player. They know that player so well. 
that's going to continue to happen in the WBA. The more people can get to know all of the players. Mm-hmm. When it comes to to the links, um, you know, they're, they're in a bit of a, a different time than when you were a player, a uh, little bit of a transition out of that, that era. Um, you know, when, or I guess, what do you think of, of, you know, the team that's, that's currently constructed in Minnesota? And, and I mean, you, you, your Atlanta dream just faced them a few games ago to start the year. What, what do you think of, of the Lynx team that, that is currently in Minnesota right now? Yeah, I think we're all in a dog fight is what I think. I mean, we had to battle it out with Minnesota and it was, it was a dog fight there. I think that's the thing about the WNBA. We know that there are some great teams and, and as we're calling them super teams. And you talked about that air with the Minnesota Lynx and, and that was amazing. But right now I feel like the Minnesota Lynx is the same as all the rest of us. We're all trying to figure it out, trying to battle it out and, you know, just doing what we can. And it's the beginning of the season. And so of course we're going to have overreactions. Um, we're going to have a lot of energy going into it, but I mean, like what I think about the Lynx is that they're they're in the same position as all the rest of us. There's a lot of teams that we're all trying to build. We're all trying to grow, um, especially even with with my team, um, the Atlanta Dream. This week, you know, we have games every other day this week. And so every game I'm down there going crazy, losing my voice, hoping the shots go in. But, you know, like we're just all out here battling. So, yes, the Minnesota Lynx, I know it is a different time, but it's a different time for everybody. Mm-hmm. And part of that too is, is, as you well know, um, you know, Sylvia follows officially retiring last year. I mean, she's, kind of the, <laughs> she's kind of the, the end of, of that, that dynasty era and that dynasty team. Um, you know, she was kind of the last remaining piece. Um, you know, what was it like for you personally to, to see falls officially retire and, and also, you know, the rest of the pieces from those teams kind of step away for good. Well, uh, Rebecca Brunson's still over there on the sideline, so they always got a little piece of a, a, a rebounding machine, monster competitor. Um, but no, Pud Pud uh, is what I call it, Sylvia. It's like, I mean, I, I was so happy to see how she was able to just get every flower, you know? Like, I think there was a lot of people that made sure that, I know I had her on my podcast to make sure I told her, like, you know, if, if don't nobody else say it, girl, you will definitely one of the best post players to ever play this game. So, you know, she is an end of an era. And always, you know, I think about this with teams because we just watched the Boston Celtics go down and organizations and fan bases that are used to winning. It is hard when that era ends because you are so used to being at the top and competing every year for a championship. Um, but you know, what I'll say to that is, hey, it's nice to have been there. It's nice to have had those moments because some organizations are waiting on their first super team era moment. Shoot, I'm waiting. I can't wait. Look, when the Atlanta dream turns up and we start to compete every year, 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017, when the Atlanta dream has a run like that, you're not going to be able to tell me nothing. But I do understand that it is going to be tough once you get up there because you want to stay up there and be on top. But what I'll say about Minnesota is, man, what a ride. Yeah, and it that, that kind of leads into my next question. Um, I, I, I've i shared it on social media a few times. I have a video on my phone from the 2017 um, WNBA Finals right after Game 5. Um, we're in Williams Arena uh, after okay. be- beating the Sparks. We're in the locker room and you guys are celebrating. 
And over in the corner is Renee Montgomery holding two bottles of champagne. And there was some music playing, but but you were feeling you were feeling <laughs> the music that that was playing. Uh, it, that that just kind of speaks to you know the the kind of the the celebratory nature of of that that team. I mean, you guys had a lot of high moments. What what was it like for you to you know take part in in those those teams? You know, not only the you know the highs of the 2015 and 2017 title teams, but maybe even I don't want to say the low of 2016 because you guys still made the WNBA finals. But you know, what was it like to be be a part of that that era during that time? It was everything. I mean, right now you see the NBA finals going on, and that's everybody's excited. Like we all can't wait to watch the game. So imagine being the player preparing for the game that everybody can't wait to watch to see. Like that's how it felt every year, and, and including the 2016 heartbreaker. Why you got to bring that up? Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I'm just saying though. But it's it was exciting because you talked about we had some high moments. Man, we had so much fun just even in the locker room. Like this group that we had, it was like the main thing always stayed the main thing with this group, and that was a championship, and that was getting back to the top. That was always the main thing. So when we knew we were all locked in. We had fun in the locker room. We had fun during the games. We had fun on the sidelines. And we definitely had fun when we won a championship and turned up. And, yeah, I'll be, you know, I like vibes. And I'm all about energy. And so when you won a championship, yes, you saw me in the corner vibed out because I was just so (laughs) happy because to achieve a long-term goal is a hard thing to do. We lost in 2016 with the goal that everybody wants to run it back when you lose. Boston would have wanted to run it back this year. But everybody wants to do that. So to be able to do that and actually get your championship at the end, the vibes were real. Who, who had more vibes? Was it was it Moan or you in the locker room? <laughs> I don't know, man. Minnesota is Moan's team. So <laughs> I got to imagine that she probably was on her meek meal. I used to pray for times like this, the grind like this. She probably was. So, yeah, I don't know. But I was vibing. But that's most, that's, that's most team. So <laughs> I bet, I'm going to say she was vibing more. Oh, uh, that, that was a, that was a fun locker room to be in. I, I have to admit that was, that was a fun team. <laughs> um, to, one last question for you. Do, do you have, you know, whether it's, it could be, you know, your first stint in Minnesota or even the second stint, do you have a favorite, favorite memory of, of your time in Minnesota, either the successes you had, um, you know, the city, the fans, or, or just a personal memory uh, from your playing days there? Yeah, man, I mean, shouts to the fans, because I'm not going to lie, Minnesota shows so much love. I mean, just, and we were a bench mob group that just wanted to give everything, and I think Minnesota could tell that, like, Minnesota was was real. So, shouts to to just the fans in general, because like I said, when you go back and watch any highlights, one thing that stands out every single time is that it's full in there. The Target Center was rocking. It was packed there was this our house chance going on all the time and we believed it so that stands out to me always um you know 2015 if Prince invites you to Paisley Park that's gotta be somewhere top so that's what always stands out at the top of my mind like no one will ever take from me that I danced all night with Prince while you know after our championship that stands out and then just 2017's championship stands out because like I said, we all had a whole off season where we could have lost our energy. We could have lost our fire of wanting to get back and win a championship where things could have not just gone right. I mean, it does take a little luck to win a championship. So 2017, I think, holds just a super special place in my heart because that was my last year there. And we went out on top and the championships. And it was just like the parade 
it, the pep rally after the parade. It was just like, that was a crazy time. What a time. So yeah, I would say all of those things. I can't just pick one. Oh, that's great. That's great. Are we going to see you, uh, see you back in Minnesota for the, the um, 25th anniversary stuff? Definitely. I'm pulling up. So Perfect. if you see me, don't forget to say what's good. I'll share with you the, the video I have too. If, if you, if you want it, you can have it. If I, if I do run awesome. into you, <laughs> please do, please do. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, Renee, I, I appreciate you taking some time. Um, it was great to to kind of hear hear what's going on in your world, hear hear what, what you think of the WNBA season, um, and as well as 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 your time in Minnesota. So I, I appreciate you taking some time, and um, we'll see you up in in Minnesota here this summer. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate you because I love when people are covering the sport in general. And you've been down since I don't even know when. You just told me we go all the way back to twenty seventeen. So I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, Renee, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you once again to Renee Montgomery for joining the podcast this week. It's always great to chat with Renee. Um, she, you know, she's obviously a great personality, which you just listened to. Um, but she, she's been just a great, you know, advocate in this, in this game and uh, great personality to have in this game, um, not only during her playing career, but now as an analyst and, and as an owner and a front office executive with the Atlanta Dream. So it's, it's great to great to have her still involved in the game. It's great to great to catch up with her, and she's one of my personal favorites that I've ever covered um, while covering the WNBA. Not only with with how she she plays on the court or played on the court, um, but just her personality, just being around her. She's always been been great to deal with, and and she still is to this day. So I I really appreciate Renee joining, um, and, and it was a, a great conversation, and I'm lucky to to have her uh, join on the podcast this week. Um, as I do every week, I also want to give a shout out to to Jeremy Rushing for producing this podcast, and I also wanna wanna bring up um, our Patreon page. Um, you know, it's it's a it's definitely you know something that I, I'm trying to stress throughout the year is providing our patrons with exclusive content. One of the the latest um, exclusive content pieces that that I wrote was a teaser to to who was on the podcast for the next few weeks. One of which was was Renee Montgomery, and I also gave a hint to to who we have next week. So. If you would like that and, and a bunch more, I mean, there's there's things from from bonus content pieces, reaction pieces, early access to podcasts. Um, you'll get discounts on on merchandise and different offerings, um, discounts to some of our partnerships um, in, in some of the offerings that they have. Um, you can do so uh, by by checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash hitting the hardwood. Um, that's where, like I mentioned, you'll you'll receive a lot of exclusive perks and much more, just as far as being or just while being a part of our Patreon community. Um, and, and I also want to give a shout out to, to a couple of our partners that I just mentioned, Homage and Better Edge. Um, Homage, I, I will stress this till, you know, till the end of time that Homage has some great clothing items. I, I really do enjoy their clothes, not only the vintage look to all of them, but just the materials that they have or material that they make their clothing out of. It's some of the most comfy, comfiest stuff I own. Um, if you like comfy sweatshirts at night, these are the feels like you have a blanket on. Comfy shirts, they're very light. You can wear them any time of the year. Um, I have I have a handful myself, and I, I enjoy all of them. I love all of them. So please go check out Homage um, at homage.com. That's H-O-M-A-G-E.com. And make sure you go check out um, our website, um, the Hitting the Hardwood website. You can find that on, on our Twitter page or our Twitter account. Um, and if you visit the the links to um, any of the or the URLs to any of the links and the WNBA gear, um, some of that 
uh, the proceeds that you that you purchase or some of the the money that that you uh, put forth to to purchase items comes back to support hitting the hardwood so we really appreciate anything you can do in that front Um, when it comes to better edge i've been using better edge all season long i've really enjoyed it Um, i'm a big better myself Um, you know what i can do in in while living in minnesota legally for now Uh, but better edge it has been great and and you can join better edge and you'll get some money to play play with when you join Better Edge. Uh, please go check out betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. If you go check out betteredge.com forward slash links and you use the promo code links, L-Y-N-X, you'll get a free $20 uh, to play with. So you, you it, it's a great introduction, you know, that free $20 to just kind of tool around with. You can p- compete against me. Um, you can compete against others, not only WNBA, but any sport you like. Um, and it's really fun time and, and you'll end up winning money. So it, if you come join and you play against me, odds are you're going to beat me and you're going to play, you're going to win some money. So, um, head over to betteredge.com. They're, they're great. And, um, they do a lot of, a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool competitions throughout the year. Um, with that said, thank you again for joining this week. Uh, thank you for listening as always. And I'm really excited with who we have next week. Um, it's another exciting podcast, um, a little bit of, uh, links related, uh, podcast. I won't won't say much more um, beyond that until the, the podcast debuts, but I'm really excited for next week as well, um, and I'm excited for to have more guests here uh, coming up this year. Uh, once again, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys all next week. Thank you.